Welcome to the first ever episode of Two Guys in a Cage, featuring my good friend Matt Johnson and myself. Uh, we are very excited, and uh, we're going to get straight into the picks for UFC 274. All right. Uh, first up, added to the card, uh, just added yesterday, we have Andre Fihalo and Cameron Van Camp. Uh, man, Andre Fihalo, uh, he just fought a couple of weeks ago. He asked for another short notice fight. Dana White granted it to him. Uh, man, looking good. Uh, Cameron Van Camp, he's fought at 170 for most of his uh, fights. He's coming down to 150. Uh, wondering if he can make weight. He just got removed from the roster, I think, kind of like Chase Sherman, and now he's back on it. I'm not sure what's going on there. Andre Fialo, again, he's got that great boxing skills, great uppercuts in the clinch. Um, he does get hit a few times. Uh, like he did against Miguel Baeza, so it is kind of a worry. He does have great leg kicks, um, but he doesn't really use them much. Uh, he has that great left hook, uh, which which he needs to work out, watch out, which people need to watch out for. Um, and, but again, he does have kind of a defensive worry. You know, che, uh, Cameron Van Camp, he likes to mix it up well, goes to the body and take down. He switches his stance. He's got great cardio. Um, you know, he, he can, um, he, he's got, got kind of a, a interesting movement and, and he uses his punching power. Well, um, he leads with his hands a lot though, and he ducks to the right kind of bad. So that can be kind of, kind of some issues. Matt, what do you think? So I was looking at this one. I'm gonna go with Fialo. Definitely. Um, it looks like it's Van Camp's debut and, you know, the big lights. I've noticed a lot of debut fighters, they seem to have, even if it's a split second, just an adrenaline rush. They get a little dump. They start off slower than they usually do. Um, I just think Andre, is, he fought Pierre, uh, Piera yeah. and lost the decision, but it was still competitive. So I think he's going to get it. I think it's going to be a stand-up brawl, and I'm going KO. Yeah, yeah, I like it. I like it. I think Andre's going to win as well. Yeah, I think Cameron's going to make a mistake. You're right. That, you know, big like jitters, uh, you know, he's just going to get nervous, man, for sure. For sure. Hey, it's, it's a, it's, it should be a good fight, though. Hey, shout out to Size MMA, number one camp in Colorado Springs. Come check us out. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have Gurney Newsom. Nice little plug there. <laughs> and Bernie Garcia. What do you think about this fight, Matt? So, I know Garcia, you know, he's very diverse. He's got three submissions, one KO, so maybe not, you know, knockout power, but he's, he's a pressure fighter. It, it's going to be a scrap, but I think he's going to mix in his wrestling, and he's going to grind and get points, and he's going to outpoint. Newson, Newson is 0-2-1. He, he had a win, but it got overturned. So it's pink slipper win for him. But I just, I just think Garcia is going to get that wrestling, mix it in, and he's going to send Newson back to the regional circuit. He's about to give him his walking papers for sure. Yeah. You know, uh, we just talked about debut in fighters. It is Garcia's debut, but um, he was in the LFA. He was, I can't remember if he was a champion or something, but he comes from the LFA, which is a pretty high show. So he, he should be very good to go there. Like you said, he's got that great wrestling skills. Um, and he mixes in his boxing. I just think journey is going to be too small and he's really easy to take down. Um, and he's coming off of like a year and a half layoff, and he has a real bad knee injury. And I, I think that's that's what's going to do it for him. He doesn't he doesn't yeah, have he a had, lot of combos either. He had surgery, right? Yeah, yeah. I think knee he had surgery. Knee surgery. Yeah. So uh, obviously he's not going to come back too soon. But uh, you know, knee issues can 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 really affect you. You know, it can affect I'm your gonna, movement. I'm bringing that up in the in the ah, the big fight, you know. Exactly, exactly. The people's yeah. main event. It's gonna be a big issue. Uh, I, I think I think Fernie Garcia is just gonna outvolume him. There is a big question to me. Um, you know, Journey Journey uh, has some power in his punches, and he's gonna look for those big moments. And if he does land some of these big shots, 
how is Fernie Garcia going to come back from those shots? How, can he handle them well? Um, I, I just don't think uh, uh, that it's going to be too big of an issue and Garcia is going to get the win. I think if if Garcia doesn't, you know, hide behind his jab for his level changes and his takedowns, it's going to be a long night for him. He's going to get pieced up. But from what I've seen, he's pretty good at mixing it in. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Get that dub. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Ariane Carnolosi. Uh, I'm so bad at these names. I'm horrible. There's <laughs> Lupita Gudinez. Man, AC, she is on a two-fight win streak. She's got better offensive grappling. She's kind of bad at defensive grappling. Lupita, she was an LFA champion. She's got great resistance off her back. She scrambles well. She has volume. Um, both of these women are very dyma- dynamic. I think whoever wins this fight is going to be the best win of their career. I think AC, she needs to kind of wait for her power shot moments. She has good cardio. She's a Muay Thai fighter. Uh, she's, she's got crazy muscles. She's like, uh, she's, she's like one of the most tested um, by the, by the uh, athletic commission fighters ever. Some, something like that. Um, she can get kind of sloppy she keeps her left hand low, and I, I think she got caught in one of her recent fights um, because she just keeps her, her hand low. Um, and, man, I think this is an evenly matched fight. It's kind of a, a pick em fight to me. You know, either fighter has a good chance at winning. So I was thinking the same thing. And I'm going to go with AC. I know she's an underdog. And this card, just looking at, you know, records and striking defense, it seems to be a favorites card, but I think this one, right. I, she lost to Angela Hill, but Angela Hill's no punk. No, she she's didn't. got, she's got decent Brazilian jujitsu. I mean, she is Brazilian, so it's, it's in their blood. And like you said, Muay Thai, you know, stand up. I think to the past two fights KO'd, I think she's going to get a third one. Again, like you said, it's a toss-up fight. Yeah, but but AC looks like she hits like a Mack truck. Man, it's crazy. It's scary. I would not want to get hit by her. Like for sure, not at all. Man, I like I like it. I like where your thoughts are at for sure. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Next up, uh, Clayson Rodriguez versus CJ Vergara. What do you think? All right. So Rodriguez, he's mentored by Big Nog. Yes, and from Nogueira. So, yeah, so we know jujitsu is on point. We know he could take hits. Vargara, I couldn't find much on him. Uh, I know he has uh, done a lot of work in the regional, and I, I believe this is his either first or second fight in the UFC. Not much more than that, but I'm going to go Rodriguez. And I just think he's gonna get a grappling match, and it's gonna it's gonna be a boring fight. But he's gonna for the casuals, it's gonna be a boring fight. It's right, gonna be very right. technical, and Rodriguez is gonna get it done. I like Rodriguez too. Um, I, I think he's gonna take this one. He does have good striking. It is his debut. Oh, man, I, I just think this guy's kind of a killer, man. To be honest, um, he's got lots of volume that he mixes in well. He's got lots of head kicks. He can, he can throw a head kick from like the clinch position, which a good wrestler might be able to take him down. Um, which which Vagara kind of is a good wrestler. He needs to get to takedown. Um, he does kind of have some dirty boxing. Um, I, I think this is gonna be a wrestling match too, like you said. They're gonna be fighting for takedowns. Um, he needs to get them against the cage. Something like that. Clayson Rodriguez, I think he moves too well to get stuck a bit up against the cage. Um, I think he he gets stronger as the fight goes on. Um, Even though he does move well, there are times where he kind of plants both of his feet uh, for a second and he can get hit or taken down in those times. But overall, I think Rodriguez is a great prospect. 
and he's someone to look out for in the UFC. Um, I think I think he's going to be in the UFC for a while, um, uh, uh, unlike Vega. I think Dana White sees something in him because he was on the Contender Series. Typically, when you're on there, you don't get a contract if unless you get a spectacular KO, right. you know, Sugar Sean, or if you get a decision, usually they invite you back. You don't get. He you got get the it. decision. He got a contract. Yeah. So. yeah, and how often does that happen? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he was impressed. And, and I think I think that shows as well by the opponent that they have picked for him in his debut as well, too. Um, you know, yeah. not too difficult of a task. It should be a relatively uh, easy fight for him to win. Oh. He's no Mike Jackson, but... Right. No one saw that guy winning either, so... No. Where did that come from? Man, interesting. Right. Next up, uh, another women's MMA fight, Tracy Cortez versus Melissa Gatto. Man, Melissa Gatto, she's getting better. Her her striking's catching up with her grappling. She's long. She's hard to deal with. I think her key to victory is can she get a takedown? Man, Tracy Cortez, she's she's a grinder, man. She's a little bit trigger happy in my opinion, but she doesn't get tired. And I think that's why she just constantly goes for, for those huge shots all the time. Uh, Melissa Gatto has a little, her striking is a little basic, um, but, but she can sub you quick. She's always attacking you on the ground. She kind of reminds me of Mackenzie Dern a little bit. Um, Tracy Cortez, she doesn't kick much. She uses her wrestling, which which she needs to use at to her advantage, um, which is kind of a dangerous game plan against Melissa Gatto. Uh, but I don't think she can win on her striking alone, and that's why she's going to have to use her wrestling. Uh, I just think that's a bad game plan, and that's why I'm going to pl- pick Melissa Gatto to win this one. What about you? Oh, we disagree, my oh, friend. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong so, with that. It was tough. Like, Gato has the power that it could be a short night. But I'm going to get personal. Tracy Cortez is dating T-City. Ortega, yeah. Brian Ortega. His, you know, his jiu-jitsu's got to rub off. I know she's in fight ready. And I believe believe Cejudo's fight ready. Yeah. Right, in Arizona. So she's got Cejudo wrestling. You know, it's got to be with Gracie for jiu-jitsu. I just think her jujitsu has gone leaps and bounds since her last fight, just because it's been, you know, a few months and you grow in a few months. So I think she's going to, I think she's going to get a decision. It's going to be close, but I think she gets it done. Nice. Nice. You you think her wrestling is going to be able to stand up? I just think, man, I just think God is so good off of her back. I think if Gatto gets on top, she can end the fight quick, man. If she lands up in top position, she she can really win that fight quickly, and that worries me. I, I think I think that's why I'm picking her to to win. That's a good point. I'm hoping being at Cejudo's, you know, gym. I'm hoping Triple C has been like, hey, you know, try this ankle pick to a knee lock, you know. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Maybe City has shown her that nasty triangle. That guy, that guy is a great coach. As much crap as he gets from everyone, I mean, he's an, an Olympian, two-time champion. The guy knows what he's doing, you know, straight, oh, yeah. straight up. He, he's not where he is for no reason. Right, right. And work ethic and knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Maybe beat DJ. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> All right. And next up we have the old man, Francis Francisco Trina Trinaldo. Ooh, so I'm sorry, man. First Danny Roberts. Man, Danny Roberts to me. Oh, I can't remember what your turn of mine. Sorry, I'll just go with it. Danny Roberts. You go. Man, Hasn't evolved much as a fighter. If you ask me, he's primarily a striker. He ta- he's taking a lot of damage. He takes a lot of damage in all of his fights to me. Um, Stephens isn't that great. 
uh, Trinaldo, man, he's super well-rounded. He's been in the game forever. Some people question if if he's even older than he actually is, man. It's it's funny. Um, he's got great grappling and wrestling. Dude, dude's got super explosive takedowns. Um, Danny Roberts, he's super technical. He starts out very good, but as soon as he gets hit a couple times, he just kind of goes crazy, you know. He just he loses all of his technicality and just starts starts going crazy. Um, Ronaldo, he's still got power at his age. Um, I think he's gonna um, look for bigger moments and set up his shots as well. To whereas Danny Roberts is gonna um, look for volume, uh, try to out pressure him. Man, Danny Roberts is like a decade younger than this guy. He's a bigger guy as well. Danny Roberts um, has fought at 170. I think this fight's at 155. So he should be a bigger guy. Uh, what do you think on this, Matt? So I know Trinaldo is old, but he ages like fine wine. He's He reminds me of Romero in that aspect where he gets better as he gets older. Yeah. I think... I think it's going to be a, a short fight. Roberts, he has the Yancey Madero's, the you know Diaz brothers mentality of I'm gonna go in swinging. Scrap. But he also, yeah, he's gonna scrap, but he gets hit, and yeah. his chin hasn't held up like it's you know you hope. So I I think Trinaldo gets the yeah. KO, but I think it's going to be exciting as long as it lasts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to pick Danny Roberts just because he's a younger guy. And, and but I just yeah, I, it's hard. To, it's hard to go with him just because of his style. And and I, I, I think I'm going to go with you on this one. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's going to win it for sure. I got him in, uh, in one of my parlay picks oh, for the prelims. Cool. You're that confident in him. All right. The, I am. Sounds good. It's a good Sounds payout, good. too. All right, all right. Matt says bet on Trinaldo. You heard it first here. I'd say I'm never wrong, but hey, hey, you can't win them this all. One, I'm confident on this one. Hey, hey, all right, all right, cool, cool. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I, I think, I think, yeah, you know, and it, I think they say power is the last to go, and I, I think you're yeah, right. He's probably is going to catch him with something, and uh, yeah, and the flight. I like it. I like it. Right. Next up, uh, we have Marcos Rogero de Lima versus Blaganoy Ivanov. What are your thoughts, Matt? Those are some names. Right. Oh my God. Oof. I should so, I should start looking these up and I, I went I went back and forth on them. And De Lima, he's good. You know, he's got a chance. It's heavyweight, so everyone's got a chance. Right, right. But Ivanov is the last person to beat Tai Tuivasa. Nice. By KO. And I think he's going to get an- another KO. He did lose to, you know, Derek Lewis. So he's not invincible. But as heavyweights do, I think he's going to get the KO. But again, it's heavyweight. Right. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I definitely got to agree with you on this one. Uh, DeLima, in my opinion, he kind of has a bad gas tank, man. Um, he does have good wrestling and KO power, but I, I just think uh, Ivanov is too durable for him, and he's hard to take down. Even with even with DeLima's good wrestling, he's going to be too hard to take down. Um, plus, on the bad side, DeLima has bad takedown offense himself he does have some good leg kicks he needs to mix those in and try to use them uh to slow him down a little bit i just don't think he will even uh man he's such a great striker he works in his grappling uh there is a question he's been out for like two years so um could he have some ring rust um he he is kind of weird he comes in forward a lot um uh where he just blitzes forward and I think he could get hit coming in forward because DeLima's style is kind of where he waits for a guy to come in, he counters you, and then he moves forward. So that does scare me a little bit, but not not a whole lot. I think Ivanov has faced higher competition. 
Um, I think he's going to work his, his clinch control. Um, he might be at a little bit of a speed disadvantage, but I, I think, I just think he can take the shot, man. Um, and like you said, he beat Ty Tuivasa. He also beat Fedor in his prime to become, uh, the Sambo champion or something like that, man. He beat Fedor in his prime. So you should beat this guy. And you know what they say? Every fight starts on its feet. So yes, each exactly. round, exactly. he's got three chances. So, yeah, I, I think he's going to win this one for sure. Yes, I got. I agree. Nice, nice, sweet. All right. Next up, we got Brandon Roy Vale versus Matt Schnell. Man, Matt Schnell. I, I think people have figured him out at this point, man. Where he just doesn't have a a tough chin, you know, uh, he can get knocked out. He he's got great skill, man. He's, he's, he's got offensive and defensive grappling. Uh, um, I just think his chin is just too big of an issue at this point. Uh, Brandon Royvale is unorthodox. He can out scramble. He's got power. Uh, he, he just needs to time his counter, man. Plus Matt Schnell, He's had weight cutting issues. Is he going to make weight? I think this is going to, you know, it could come down to who wants to take it to the ground. And I think Matt Schnell is going to try and go for takedowns super quick. I just don't think he's going to be able to uh, get the victory that way. I'm going with Brandon Royval. What about you? So I had Brandon Royval all the way. I was going through all the fights and then I started thinking, Yes, Ravel is 100% on his takedowns in the UFC. That's two for two. Schnell, yeah, he's, he gets clipped, he gets KO'd, but he's been impressive in his last few fights. And I, he's a pressure fighter. I think he's going to he's gonna go in with Aljamain's idea against uh, Jan and just even if you're two for 22 on takedowns, just keep trying. And I think he's going to eke one out. Nice. Going for the big upset. Okay. Okay. We're split on this one. I'm going with Brandon Roy Vale. Matt's going with no chin. Matt Schnell. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> he does have a good – he does. He does. Uh, I think he could have some good fight IQ, a good game plan get those takedowns right out the bag, something like that. That That is a, a good possibility for sure. So I like where your head's at. And he is a plus 205, so. Oof. Yeah. Hey, that's good money, man. That's good money for sure. It's a risk, but, again, he's been, he's been there longer. So hopefully, man. hopefully he didn't peak. Every day makes weight. a risk, you know. Uh, yeah. Um, MMA, anything can happen. That's why I, I'm a, a big, um, I don't know the word, but I, I always stay, man, uh, never bet more than you than you have to lose. You should bet for fun, uh, not to win money. When you're out to, to bet to, to win big money, you always lose for some reason. When you need the money, to, to, when you need the money, you need to win the most, uh, you, you don't think clearly and you, you just see the big numbers and you put the money down and it just never works out that way, man. It just never does, you know? So just bet for fun, bet to win a little bit of money, something to play around with because you enjoy MMA because you enjoy the fights. Um, don't expect to get rich off of it. Good advice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Next up, Macy Chisholm. Chisholm versus Norma Dumont. What are your thoughts, man? So, I thought I was going to go in this one and have a huge breakdown. They're both featherweights. Dumont has been in the UFC, has won some, lost some. She's on, I I think she fought at 135 a few times in the UFC. I could be wrong. A couple times, I think, yeah. But I just, I don't think she has the cardio. And I think Dumont is going to to get it done. She's a little more balanced. So I'm going with Dumont. Yeah, man. Dumont just came off of a five-round win over Aston Ladd. Man, she's got that cardio. Uh, Man, 
Yeah. I, I like Norma Dumont on this one. Um, I, I'm thinking about actually betting on her. Uh, she's just constantly evolving. Uh, she's got great grappling and subs. Uh, I think she's going to push the pace with her cardio to win, man. I think, I think that's how she's going to win. Uh, Macy, man, she, she, she uses her clinch to rough girls up. She does have some heavy striking. She just got a bad gas tank, man. Um, she's got good pressure and volume, but she's a little sloppy. Again, that that clinch, that her clinch game is tight, man. So you never know. She could clinch her up, and Norma Dumont might not know what to do with it. I just don't see that happening. Uh, I think she's going to just get too tired, and Norma Dumont's going to be able to uh, uh, out-aggressive her with it. Uh, because of the holes in um, Mar- Macy's grappling, um, her, her Norma Dumont's volume and movement on her feet, and and her being more well-rounded, uh, it's just gonna just gonna uh, she's gonna be able to uh, break Macy at some point, get her too tired. Yeah, I like Norma Dumont. I think about using her on a parlay, something like that for sure. She's it's a good bet. Because again, feather women's featherweight is kind of like men's heavyweight. Anything can happen. Yeah, right, right. Like it. They, I like it. They hold a little more power. Right, right. Yeah. I, I love seeing the women with power third round too. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. So it makes for uh, some great fights. Speaking of great fight, this next one. Yeah, Randy Brown versus Kaylin Chaos Williams. What do you think? So, I'm going with Chaos Williams. Yeah. But it's because he's got that thing. He's got, you know, that t- the touch of night-night. Man, dude, he's got so much power. And Rude Boy, you know, he's talented. He's got really good grappling. I would say he had – it's weird because he has a gas tank, but he is definitely a grappler-based where they look tired, but they're not. Okay. Colby Covington, Galal yeah. Muhammad, they're the same way. They look like they're tired, but they still keep pressing. It's a great mental game, man. And yeah. That's why That's but why I, wrestlers are so good, man. I just think Chaos just just gets him, yeah. catches that chin, and – and finishes it right i'm with you on that one man i'm picking chaos you know even though randy brown's the the better more skilled fighter and usually you should pick the better skilled fighter um you know i i, I like last week uh, um johan lines man uh i just thought he was gonna get that knockout but gabe green broke him man he literally broke that guy with the body shots and he just wore him down i just don't see that happening in the chaos man dude is super dangerous man he throws lots of hooks and he's super durable plus he's got that knockout power randy brown man he he needs to get that takedown he has made a ton of improvements but I think he's going to be trying to look for a sub too much. Um, he doesn't check leg kicks. Uh, he's kind of a taller guy, so he kind of holds his chin high, you know. Um, he spars too much or something because, he, you know, you can just kind of lean back and lean your head high against other guys, and that's dangerous in a real fight. Um, and I think that's how he's going to get knocked out, man. You know, Neil Magny does that too. Yeah, And then they, exactly. throw, they throw that lazy jab to – Try to keep the range. Yeah, chaos. You know, yeah, no. He's gonna go forward, and he's gonna throw that weird I'll, speed I'll, bag. And then he's gonna lead, and then he's gonna hook him, and bam. Yep. Uh, you know, Brandy Brown is athletic, man. He's strong, man. He he's good with his ranger, his ranges. He's he's technically he's. He's fought. He's got better experience against better guys, but uh, you know, I think Chaos himself is a decent wrestler, um, and he should be able to keep it standing. You know, he should be able to stuff some takedowns. I think eventually Randy Brown could get a couple takedowns on him, but I think his wrestling will hold up, and man, Chaos will get a knockout eventually. I see it. Uh, All right, so you got he's got fifteen minutes. Right, he went right. fifteen minutes before, and he. Looked as fresh as he did 
in the first minute. So we know he's got a gas tank. Yeah. As I'm sure his power, you know, it it stays with him the whole fight. It's gonna be a good fight. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like it. All right. I think uh I think we're getting into the main card now. Um we got Donald Cerrone versus Joe Lozon. Man, what do you think? So this main card alone is it's stacked. Man, it's crazy. You got the fight for the old fans, you got fights for the casual fans, and you got fights for your old school tough. With this one, Cerrone and Luizon, both old, you know, early and other careers for sure. Yeah. It's perfect matchup. They're gonna do for the fans. We're not going to see much wrestling and grappling. It's going to be a stand-up, and it's going to be 15 minutes of it. But I think Cerrone is just going to – I think he's going to go old school, you know, get those kicks. He's going to Muay Thai, kickbox. Yeah. Oh, man, he's got he, good kicks, man. Those kicks are dangerous. Oh, yeah. Kind of hope, you know, maybe he'll do one of those question mark kicks like he did against Matt Brown. Hey, that would be so sweet. night-night. Right, that would be. right. But I'm going Cerrone. He's going to find his rhythm. He's going to mix in his kicks, and he's going to get it done. Man, oof. I'm going to disagree on this one, man. I'm not I'm not 100% sure it's going to be a striking battle. I think Lozon, you know, if he's smart, um, he, sh- he should look for a takedown and look for a sub. I know Cerrone has been focusing more on his grappling. He's done some grappling tournaments. Um, he's even on, he's on a losing streak though. I, I, I think Lozon, you know, since they're both getting older, he, he's going to have to fight smarter. And I think he knows he, he probably won't be able to knock out Cerrone. So I think he is going to try and go for a takedown at some point and look to sub him out because I think Lozon is the better submission fighter uh, between the two of them. And, and he can clearly win. And even though Cerrone has a ton of submission victories, uh, on his record. Um, I, I think Joe Lozon could sub him in this one. I really do. But most of Cerrone's decisions come from him getting the back. So, Good point. Good point. Oof. I might change my mind on this one. I don't know. It's, it's kind of- if Lozon gets, gets him down, he can control him. He's more wrestling-based than Cerrone is. And sure, for most sure. most wrestling based fighters, they're heavy. Like they can hold you down. So if it's not a stand up battle, Loazan. But I, I think it's gonna be for the fans and they're gonna stand up. Cerrone all the way. And and it could be Joe Lozon's last fight in the UFC. So you could be onto something. They wanna go out with the bang, give the fans a show. Um they're they're both old enough. It could be both their last fight. Right, right. So, yeah. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a good point. Um, I think Joe Lozon should use his fight IQ in this one. I don't know. I've, I've said that before, and it doesn't held up, you know, like, hey, uh, just like Charles Jordan, uh, like, dude, uh, the uh, the guy just fought, had a clear, clear path to victory, and he didn't really use it. Do kind of didn't go too hard, stuffed his takedown and got knocked out for it. So yeah. <laughs> I've been wrong before. Like Hamzat's coach said, you know, going in between the second and third round, we have a game plan for a reason. You got to stick to it. Right, so right. If you don't, you get knocked out. For sure. For sure. All right. Then we got Mauricio Shogun. Whoa. Versus OSP, oh, Vincent St. Peru, shout out Tennessee fighter, fights out of Knoxville, OSP. I've seen him fight live in Tennessee several times. Uh, back in the day, back when he was like super in his prime, just getting started. Uh, so, cool. All right, don't beat me up. I can't agree. Typically, OSP seems to only win if he gets the lucky jab and sinks in that Von Flew. Or he gets a good sprawl and gets that Von Flew. 
However, I think Shogun is old. Older. He's on his way out too. Yeah. And I I think I think OSP's he's getting up there in age. Uh OSP is 39 and Shogun's 40. Yeah, so I, I think OSP gets he gets it done. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good fight for I I think technical. I think but it's gonna be boring. I think they're gonna both try to fight at range. One's gonna look for the knockout, one's gonna look for the defensive attack, and I I think OSP gets it by a split decision. Interesting. You know, this is a, a rematch fight. They these guys fought uh, a long time ago. OSP knocked him out with his check left hook. I think uh, OSP's check left hook is one of his best punches. Uh, OSP is a better grappler. Um, I think Shogun might look to um, counter that by pushing him again against the cage. OSP, uh, uh, Shogun, he's he's quick, man. He can blitz you. Uh, and hold you up against the cage, and, and that that could be bad for OSP. Um, I don't know. I think OSP could counter left him again when he comes in. Um, OSP's been fighting at heavyweight lately, though, and this fight's at light, he- light heavyweight, so I'm kind of questioning if he's going to make weight. Um, I think OSP can take the shots. Um, I, th- I think he's going to be bigger than Shogun, and he's got good kicks, man, too. I, I think those kicks are going to make a difference. Um, the Shogun's wrestling defense isn't very good, man. So I just, I'm with you. I see OSP winning this one for sure. I think it's going to be a grappling match, but I think the first round is going to be awkward just because, you know, Jiu is in his, in Shogun's blood. And so I, I think it's going to be an awkward range battle in the first round and then slowly transition into grappling. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. Right. Right. He's going to try and push him up against the cage and it's going to force him to grapple for sure. Yeah. Yep. If he doesn't land that left hook knockout. Yeah. Again. On that back, on the back foot. Yes. Yes. On the back foot. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. The people's main event, like you said, Everybody is interested in this fight. We got Tony Ferguson taking on Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler, another Tennessee fighter. He he's more recently he's uh he's moved to Nashville. He set up a gym there, so I got to give a shout out to another Tennessee fighter there. Oh man, man, I I don't know, man. Michael Chandler to me, he's an elite fighter, man. He's in great shape, man. You just look at the guy and you're like, damn, this dude needs to be tested. Uh, he's got great wrestling. Uh, uh, he, he looks for the takedown. I don't think he's going to stand there and trade with Tony Ferguson. Um, I think he's going to try and get control time on him, man. Tony Ferguson is on a huge losing streak, man. A lot of people question if this guy is done or not. I think Tony Ferguson, one of his best weapons is that front kick to the body. Uh, man, he's just really good at it, man, to me. Uh, dude, dude's a super grinder. He's got amazing heart. This guy is not going to quit. I mean, he got his arm ripped off uh, and still kept fighting. Um, there is a question of, are we going to see that version of Tony or not, though? Um, uh, can he get Chandler to the ground? Uh, can he get him take down and sub him? There is a real possibility that Ferguson can can sub Michael Chandler. Um, Michael Chandler, man, he 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 tend, he when he gets hurt or he gasses, he he always adverts to his wrestling, and I think Tony can use that to his advantage. Um, we talked about this earlier, man, dude. Uh, he he met his ACL. He was only out for like six months. And that's like super quick for the ACL. Normal ACL time is like nine, at least nine months, something like that. Plus, dude has taken a ton of damage. Uh, I mean, he's just got got the beat down. So, um, man, that's it, a super huge worry. Like, is Tony done or is he going to be able to come back and, and, and win this one? I really, you know, if Tony loses this one, he's probably going to be out of the UFC. Um, he can probably still fight. 
at lower level competition and, and still finish off his career and, and make some good money. Um, but it'll probably never work his way back to the UFC if he loses this one, in my opinion. Uh, I think I'm going to pick Michael Chandler in this one, honestly. Uh, what do you think, man? So I went back and forth on this one too. Hard, hard. Ferguson, he's 38 or 39. Yeah, so he's a lot older yeah. than people think and realize. Before his knee injury, he was very unorthodox. He wouldn't go for a double leg takedown. He'd go for a Gramby roll, you know. So right. yeah. And then after the knee injury, he fought uh, Kevin Lee. No, that was before the knee injury. When he fought Kevin Lee, was on the on his back doing work. Came back from the knee injury. I think he had a win in there. And then he, when he fought Oliveira, he just did not look the same. Yeah, yeah. That could have been because when the fight got postponed, he still cut weight, then gained all that weight, then cut it back again. Yep, yep. man, that messes with your body so much, man. So yeah. much. And I. I I just think that may have had an effect, but I just I think Chandler's gonna get it done. He's gonna pressure him. He's gonna revert to wrestling when he needs. And Ferguson likes to fight off his back, but I don't think he's gonna like to fight a grinder off his back. Yeah, yeah. Chandler Chandler's like Habib. Yeah, he's gonna smash him. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. it ain't going five round or three rounds. It should be a five rounder. It ain't going. Yeah, I agree too, man. This should be a five round fight, man. For sure. For sure. Blow I like this. Guys. They need uh, to do it more. I do. You know, yeah, they did it I with Diaz do. and stuff. Just especially fights like this. It's for the fans. Give us five rounds. Yeah, that would be cool. That if they could yeah. somehow uh figure out a way to do that besides main event fights. Um they, Dana White, I know you're not listening. Give us five rounds. They just they just did it for someone else. I can't remember, but it was weird. There was like it was supposed to be a main event. Who was it? It was uh um um I got his name on the tip of my tongue too. Dang it. Um I'm gonna pull it up. I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. Um it was the had this up. The Brazilian guy, he was supposed to fight Connor, but but they didn't. They ended up not fighting. Um, what's his name? He's got a mustache now. Crap. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Dos Anjos. Dos Anjos. Javier Dos Anjos. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, the, I, um, they just did it for the Dos Anjos fight, and the other guy he just demolished. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, it, it can't happen. Yeah, Dos Anjos, thank you. And that was a short notice fight too. And it was short notice, and yeah. he still agreed to five rounds. He was like and on he the airplane two before. Uh, yeah, yeah, dude was on the yeah. airplane, went home to Brazil came right back on like a super long flight well couldn't wait like dude how dumb can you be like you're gonna get your ass kicked yeah especially against the hispanic luigi man <laughs> dude i said brazilian he's hispanic <laughs> yeah dos años yeah good. No, he's brazilian oh okay okay yeah. sweet yeah. yeah yeah i just i just wanted to encompass all of the Hispanic heritage. Right, right. So it can be done. Let's make some more five-round fight happens. Right. We are on to the co-main event. It's a title fight. It's a rematch. These two fought for the inaugural strawweight fight of uh, like seven years ago. We got Rose Namajunas versus Carla Esparza. Oh, man, you should be excited for this one. Carla took the first one, but Man, Rose is a completely different fighter this time around. I don't think we're going to see the same fight as we did last time. In my opinion, uh, Rose says it all the time. She's the best, man. Uh, I I just think Carla, man, she really doesn't have much on her feet, man. She's kind of set in her ways. She just uses her wrestling, and she panics when she can't get the takedown. And she just shoots 
she just shoots straight in for the takedown. She doesn't set it up good enough. And uh, Rose has amazing takedown defense. Uh, it's great. Plus, she's she's a better striker than she was when they first fought. She mixes in her combos and her kicks. Uh, she's got some hella power in my mind. I think she can sub you. I think Rose has become the full package. She's also learned how to sweep. So if Carla does get a takedown and gets on top, she's going to sweep her off of her. I see Rose winning this fight, hands down. I would bet money on it. What do you think, Matt? So, I agree. Rose is going to win. She fought, let's see, she fought Carla in 2014. So, she was 22, 21 years old. Yeah, yeah. She was just, just beginning her career. Yeah, I think she had four fights before Something like even that. going yeah. into the ultimate right. fighter. She's grown. Carla, she peaked. Same. She's still the same fighter she was. Even though she's worked her way back to a title fight somehow, she's still the same fighter. Her grappling. She's, she's been given matches where her strengths outweigh theirs. Yes, good point. Good point. She, she takes them down. If she doesn't get that takedown, when she fought Joanna, she couldn't get that takedown. She panicked. She forgot about defense. She forgot how to strike. She was just reaching for the legs. Yes, yes. I think Rose Rose is going to piece her up. Rose is going to make her pay for that, bro. And Rose is going to – she's probably mad about losing the first time to her, you know. Not mad, but she wants to get that win back, you know. She's she's been she's been collecting all those losses, you know. Shaved head Rose is way yes. meaner than yes. than tough Rose. I love Rose, man. Oh, she's, I do too. She's one of my favorite female fighters. Uh, uh, so I might be a little bit biased, but I still think she's gonna win this one. I'm biased too because yeah, you know, I I like her story. Yeah, you know she empowers. She's very emotional. Right and. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can yeah. tell she's she's a human. I just love that feeling and that energy she gives off because I I I I, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like I'm I'm kind of an emotional person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Um, I got a fight coming up June 18th. I've worked it in my head a million times. Uh, thinking about the win, uh, uh, cried just thinking about it. You know things like that. So I can relate so much to her, man. So that's why I just like her so much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Main event time. Uh, another title fight on the line. We got Charles Dubronx Oliveira versus Justin Gaethje. What do you think, man? So I'm going to go based off of Gaethje's first title defense. We watched it together. Yes. Yeah. And I was talking so much shit saying, Gagey's got to stop the takedown. Not going to KO Habib. Right. Pretty sure we, pretty sure we, I lost money on that one. <laughs> it was a complete opposite of what I expected. It's crazy. Oliviera, he, he has a grab, he's a grappler, but he hides it well behind his strike. He's a good striker and he's good grappling. He, Got the IQ. He knows when to throw it in, yes. when not to. Yes, yep. I think with Gaethje, he's going to throw it in a little more and a little quicker. Probably. Gaethje's a beast. Because Gaethje's knows. a wrestler that doesn't use it. And I think that's going to hurt him. I'm going to Oliveira. He keeps that belt. And still. And still. Two and stills on the night. Man, I, I agree. I'm going to go with Charles. Just because uh, two Charles, no. Uh, you know, <laughs> Justin Gaethje, he's a real threat, though, man. He's got great hooks. Um, I, th- I think he has some of the best leg kicks in the game. Oh, those leg They're kicks. So quick, man. Uh, Gaethje has volume. Uh, um, I, I think he doesn't really have much striking defense up the middle. Uh, and some of Charles – Oliveira's best work is his knee and his jab up the middle. And that's really going to make a difference against Gaethje. Um, 
Plus, like you said, he's got a great sub game. He's so well-rounded. Man, people are just saying Gaethje's going to knock him out because Oliveira gets dropped in pretty much every fight. Um, but he gets up so quick. And I think uh, I think that's where, like, that's where the fight really starts, man. When, when Oliveira gets dropped, he just enters his own world uh, and, and turns it on. Um, it's just something about him. Uh, where it just happens every time. Uh, the Chandler fight. He got there? dropped, and everyone was like, oh, it's over. Right, and right. And the next thing you know, he was like, oh, your neck. Good night. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I see something similar to that playing out. Um, uh, Oliveira saying he'll stand and trade with him. Uh, I think he, he's just saying that to kind of get into his head a little bit. Um, he probably will stand and trade with them, but uh, not for too long because he knows he has real power and uh, he's a real threat. Uh, so, I think he's gonna feel that first leg kick, and he's gonna say, "Okay, let's go to my game plan." Okay. And okay. he's not gonna want to play that game no more. Yeah, he's gonna go for the clinch, throw a knee, and then drag him down against the cage. And I don't know if you remember the Poirier fight when he said, if I took one more leg kick, I was done. Dude, yeah. And so he hobbled him with his way to the cage, got in the clinch, and did work. Right, right. And I, I think Olivier is going to the, go to the clinch work early and often. Yeah, he's got great heart, too. Um, you know, I, I think this one – does present a little bit of worry with Gaethje's power. So I probably wouldn't bet on the main event. Uh, again, I've said it before. I tend to stay away from main events anyway. Um, I would just enjoy this one. It's going to be super exciting without putting some money on it anyway. And, and all the thrills are there already. So you don't need to make it extra exciting. Yeah. So, uh, I'm excited. It's I can't wait to watch them with you. Me and Matt usually watch all the numbered events together uh, uh, and, and most of the other events as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, We have a real good time uh, uh, doing it. So uh, hey, you can get in on the watching too. Uh, you know, let us know what you think. Hey, this has been the first ever episode of Two Guys in a Cage. We are super excited to bring you more content. Uh, please check out check us out. If you like it, please subscribe to our channel. Uh, if you really like it, share it to your friends, let them know about us. We're coming. We know we're pretty new. We're not going to get them all right. You never do. Uh, but we just look to give you great insights. We love MMA, uh, and we love to share our knowledge. Matt, you got any final thoughts? Yeah. For the first show, we can only go up from here. We're going to improve. Maybe we can uh, you know, get some hookups, bring some undercard fighters or, you know, regional yeah. fighters, get their knowledge. That would be Especially, you know, you're in the, you're in the fire, you know, you got training and fighting. Yeah. I'm just on the sideline. Nothing wrong but with that. Yeah. Yeah. Bring in some I, guests. I, guests I love reading about it. it. Say that again. Yeah, I didn't mean to I, cut it I love reading about it. I love studying it without actually doing it. You know, insurance is a bitch. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yes, sir. Yeah. It ain't no fun when, you, when you're getting your butt kicked and you're always hurting and sore. And uh, oof, it's a hard life to live, that's for sure. Man, hey, I, I just want to thank you for coming out. Uh, I appreciate your time. I look forward to the next one. Uh, I had a blast. So thank you so much, man. Have a good night. You too.